Every Thursday, Andy Griffin sits down and hashes it out with the mayors of Southern Utah. What's going on in your town? Find out now. It's Mayor Thursday on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. Hi, good morning to you. I am Andy Griffin and uh, just got here. Hash House a Go Go. Uh, actually, most of the lights coming across town. So uh, great to be here. Uh, I'm with Mayor John Pike, Mayor of St. George City, and uh, Mayor has uh, graciously agreed to be with us for the second week in a row. Yeah. Although I got to say, last week, Mayor, with you on the road and, and via the phone, it didn't feel right. No, it didn't feel right to me either. That's the first time I've ever done that. But um, but it was uh, it, it worked great. And I talked to a few people who heard us, uh-huh. and they didn't even know because they didn't hear the first part that I wasn't on site. Oh, so okay. that's good for that speaks good of I guess our connection and your equipment. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It worked. But again, it still didn't quite feel the same. And uh, so, it's better to be in studio. In this case, Ash House of Go-Go. Yeah, great place. Tansy's our server. Whoa, check out, every that, week and, check out that Andy Griffin special drink. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Tansy. Thank you. And uh, so we're here, obviously, to talk about issues uh, dealing with St. George City and some of the things that it has on his mind, some of the events coming up. We also will pick your Seven three five eight nine zero six seven three five eight ninety. 673 talk with the mayor. And, uh, you know, we'll take all kinds of calls. If you're oh, yeah. disgruntled, if you complain, if you have a concern, if you just have something you wonder about, we'd love to talk to you today. Absolutely. Mayor uh, was in Salt Lake last week for a little uh, emer- kind of emergency-ish meeting up, up north. Yeah, we were what we were trying to do was secure some funding uh, for uh, this expansion of our office and police station. And, uh, and so the, the folks just needed the mayor to be there to speak up for why we needed this funding. It's, it's essentially a loan from, um, uh, from, I'm trying to think what it's called a CIB um, community investment Bureau, I think it stands for. Anyway, so I went up there, and of course, our radio, our uh, our uh, radio program scheduled for that morning. But with no airport opening open right now, I had to I had to drive up, and it was a quick turnaround. This meeting started. Uh, well, we were supposed to be about ten ten thirty, and they ended up being running a little slow, so it was perfect. I had to do part of the show on the road. Yeah. Someone else was driving, so we were yeah, good. That's good. And, uh, and then I got to do the rest of the show in the building while we were waiting to uh, to basically testify in our behalf. So anyway, we received this funding that will help us uh, to be able to, to fund the expansion of the police station or relocate our dispatch center and expand City Hall a little bit. So, very cool. Yeah. By the way, folks, if you want to come down and meet the mayor and meet me, uh, we're at Hash House of Go-Go, Twisted Farm and they're kind of their byline. And uh, if you've never eaten in ha- Hash House of Go-Go, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we will give you one free meal here. So if you come down with two of you, we're going to pay for one of your meals. And uh, and just just come on down and say hi. Say hey, I heard on the radio you're going to give one free meal. This is limited to the first, you know, so a first come first serve situation. But uh, we'd love for you to come down and hang out with us and eat. You don't have to ask here, although we'd love to yeah. love to talk with you in person as well. We've had quite a few over the last few months do that. We have. It's been kind of fun. So get down here. It's the the studio slash uh, uh, private dining area. Yeah. is ready for you. 
Yeah, I, I come here on Sunday nights just as they're closing and get set up because I don't have a lot of a lot of uh, playtime in between. So I come and set up on Wednesday nights and then uh, and uh, meet with Christian, who's the manager at, at nights. And of course, so I had great help from Tyler Hunsaker, the G. Uh, here at Hash House of Go-Go, as well as assistant managers and Nick and Kevin have been fantastic. In fact, a full disclosure, my daughter now works here part-time. Oh, awesome. So uh, they were able to hook her up, and she's doing very well. They said she'd pick, pick things up right away. So, Isn't Tyler a great guy? He is a great and, guy. And all the team. They're, they're... Absolutely. Now, we do have a caller on the line. So let's, uh, let's jump right to it, if that's okay with you, Mayor. Betcha. Caller line one, you're on with Annie with Mayor John Pike. How are you today? Great. How about yourselves? Great. Doing great, yep. Hey, I have a question, Mayor. Since we're not using those blue cans, or we are using them, where can I give that back and maybe get some of that money back that I spend every month to have it taken to the Washington County Limpel instead of being recycled? Is there, I mean, can I take that back to somewhere? Or can I start putting regular trash in it? Because that third can would help me out a lot to put regular trash in it. No, you definitely don't want to put regular trash in it. Uh, if you need a second can, a trash can, you can get one of those at no charge by just county solid waste improvement district. Um, but still keep, if you, you know, again, if you don't want to recycle, you don't have to, but you are you're still paying for it, obviously. And I know some yeah, people I, that, that do that. But, yeah, yeah right now. Well, we're technically right not now, recycling because it goes out to the Washington County landfill. Some of it, some of it does. Yeah, some of it does. Talked about here on the on the program before, and we'll have more news for you soon on this. But um, what we're going to do, I can just kind of you know tell you this now: we're going to get very specific in an educational campaign, probably sticker on the on all the blue cans, and say, let's only recycle these whatever it is five things. Uh, for example, right now, we cannot sell uh, mixed paper is what it's called. Um, but there are other things that we can sell and that we, you know, we, that does help us to recycle, such as metals and cardboard and some plastics. So we're working on that as we speak. In fact, I had an email last night late that I was going back and forth on with the director of the of the uh, solid waste district, just kind of talking about where we are in, in making some um, some changes here, so that so that we're not basically wasting your time sorting as as much and putting as much in there that that frankly we can't sell. And so some of that has been stockpiled in the hopes that you know the the recycling market would improve for paper and different types of paper, and it's just not happening. So we're going to tweak that a bit. Um, we'll, we'll keep doing the program, at least for the duration of our current contract. Uh, we have a contract with, uh, um, it was with Dixie Waste. It's now with Republic Services because they bought out Dixie Waste to pick up the blue cans you know, or, and pick up the recyclables every week and, or every other week. And so we, we will continue that contract because, frankly, it's cheaper for us to do that uh, than to um, – than to try to buy it out, uh, and so we're we're not you know we're not having the success with the recycling that we had hoped to. The world markets have changed drastically. 
So we're going to try to respond to that, only have you sort and put in the blue can what is actually done or what is actually, you know, doable and, and able to be uh, 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 purchased and taken off of, of uh, out of the landfill. So hang in there. Watch, I would say, in the next right. uh, month you're going to receive some information through your either your utility bill, uh, Facebook, on our website, uh, and, of course, something on your can that will say exactly. We'll do some sort of a, you know, bright color so that everybody sees there is a change. We're trying to not waste your time and, and uh, waste extra hauling, if you will. We'll also uh, likely be uh, going through a different recycler. Um, uh, that's still kind of in the works right now. But but anyway, and then we'll goes as we approach the end of this contract you know we we will probably uh, always offer some sort of recycling but there it may be a di- slightly different plan and and we'll you know we'll get to that you know as we renegotiate and and go through the contracting phase and then just one more question i love 890 cdxu i'm pretty sure that i well They've got a large audience in the morning. Is there any, have, do you, have you had any other radio stations offer you to have some airtime on their radio stations? And is it only 890KDXU that you uh, do this interview slash time with 890KDXU? Um, or do you uh, have any other, has anybody else offered you? Airtime on their stations on the competitor stations. Um, I, you know, I won't get into specifics because I don't think that's fair on uh, 890s uh, show. But, but I certainly certainly talk with you specifically offline if you'd like to. But I, I do go on some other programs from time to time. Um, uh, there, there, there are a couple that I used to do more often. There really aren't that many full-time talk shows, if you will, that yeah. the full-time is talk. Used, used to be one, I mean, used to be four or five in every yep. market. It's not that way. It's not anymore. that way anymore. So, so I go on, you know, kind of as requested. There's one other talk show that I used to go on more, but haven't for several years. Um, I, I recently actually in an email just this last week, uh, offered to do that if they'd like, here's the thing, 890 has always had and this really helps me a lot they've had uh had me on on the same day generally same time you know same week and and so that makes it predict predict uh predictability is very helpful for me um because i can just show up and so i could today i mean you you know so that's that's what frankly the other show didn't have and so it just kind of it kind of fizzled because it was different every time and so you know it might yeah, that, be that that we would do do that if if uh if requested and if it worked for uh their schedule and for mine and this one nine in the morning it's just a good time yeah you know and so so and it's been predictable in this case it's typically the first and third thursday so yeah, you know and, we'll, and we'll, we'll do others does reach a lot of viewers 890 kdxu has a lot of listeners and uh Tons. I just think yeah. that it would be great if you there's other people that listen to other radio stations and have different points of views, and that would be awesome if you'd do that. Um, you know, if they if they request it and schedule it, we'll do it. Awesome. All Thanks right. for the Thank call you, today. Thanks for, the, yep. for your time, and have a great day. You bet. All right, you too.
Yeah, you know, you know, obviously there's no, no uh, exclusivity contract with right. the mayor. I wish there was. It'd be really nice because I'd have you on every Thursday and nobody else would get to talk to you. But that wouldn't be fair to the public right. or to the other radio stations. But I, I will say this. I really appreciate you coming on here. I know, you know, people remember or understand that the mayor job in St. George and actually throughout Southern Utah mayors there are, are not full-time That's people. Right. That's, this isn't your job. This is no. your job, but it's not your full-time That's job. Right. And, and so Mayor Pike here, has uh, he becomes John Pike most of the day on, on a regular day yep. basis and, yep. and does John Pike stuff, including working. What's the name of the you? Select Health. Select Health. That's, That's, That's my day job, and I always say that, my day yeah. Really, they're both day jobs, yeah. and uh, and in the uh, city, you know, mayor position. Obviously, there's some days and some weeks where um, uh, my my day job loses, you know, and I have to uh, spend more time here, and I try to make up for that, you know, on the other day or the other week. Um, this time of year, frankly, there are fewer events, still plenty of meetings on with the city. Like last week, I had to take a day basically off of my day job and go yeah. you know, work for the city. Like, yeah. So, um, but I, I, uh, I, I think, you know, a lot of the city stuff after doing this now, five and a half years, it's a little, it's fairly predictable. July, for example, I can catch up on a lot of my day job work mm. from the previous month or whatever. And, and, uh, and, and, and then when we get back to August, when school starts, it's predictable. My, my uh, city work just picks up more events you know, we get into the fall with uh, things like the marathon and the senior games, and that that just creates busyness. There's yeah. no because uh, they want the mayor at some of those kinds of things to speak or to welcome or whatever. So I'm curious. Uh, St. George City is now what we're around eighty thousand or so. Yeah, the estimate is eighty-seven thousand. So I'm curious. In your mind, is it? Are we getting to the point? Going to need a full-time mayor. Um, personally, I think so. Yeah, I, I think we're there. Uh, if I were, you know, and, and again, I'm just, I'm saying this, this is just honestly, uh, you know, my, my term is up in two and a half years, mm-hmm. roughly. And my, 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 my belief is that when this term ends, we probably ought to have a full-time mayor. Mm. That doesn't mean we need to change the form of government necessarily, but if the city council, and uh, and the uh, the manager, city manager, and the mayor, you know, myself at this time, basically determine it. They can say, well, okay, then let's change the essentially the ordinance that says, you know, how much time we expect the mayor to put in. There's nothing right now that says how much time exactly. It just says it's you know a part time job. But my guess is you're already putting in full time. I really am for your mayor job. Yeah, I would say every single week. I'm doing 40 hours or more on the city job, and I have to fit in somehow full-time or at least approaching full-time for my other job. Do you have any? I have one. One left at home? uh, Full-time. That gets ignored a lot by you because you're always working. She is very patient. And, you know, (laughs) what – I mean, our time together just – you know, whenever we can, we mix the two. If there's an event, we try to, you know, at least offer that up to our youngest who's – and um and you know in the summer like right now she's in a she's in a musical theater production at oh, SGMT cool. and I I think I've been a times so when I can go I go you know it's sort of like you know when you have kids in little league or in her case she plays volleyball mm-hmm. and so I try to go to every game I can um 
some of them, like this year, they're going to be on Thursday nights. That's going to be a problem. I'm at city council on Thursday nights. So right. we try to do everything we can and have the quality time. And sometimes it's not the quantity that I'd like, but, um, but our kids have been very patient. They, it's really been kind of a team sport. They've, they've had to be all in, especially the last six years. And so our youngest couple of kids have helped me campaign, helped me put signs up, and they've been patient with the schedule. And, and you know, there are certain days and, and evenings where, hey, we just we do uh, family things. And um, and city can take a you know a back seat, but there are other times where the city has to take a front seat. So you uh, not just mayor, but your mayor family. Yep, the the whole Pike family. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's <laughs> it's nothing like uh, you know uh, some of the you know the busier national you know elected officials. But uh, mayors are pretty busy. As I talk to my colleagues around the state, yeah. it's a busy job. It's pretty much a twenty four seven on call kind of job. You know, I have not often, but I do get calls from the public and certainly from our police chief uh, or fire chief anytime. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I especially public safety when there's an emergency that happens. I expect them to text me or call me and wake me up. Sure. My phone is, sure. is on my stand. It's never off. This phone has never been turned off. <laughs> so other than to reset it or something. Yeah. So, so, you know, it, but you know, I ran for it. I like it. I wanted it. And you know, if the, if the people, the voters of St. George would like, uh, uh, to reelect me, I pro- I will run one more time. I'm thinking, you know, which would yeah. be in two and a half years. And so, but really, I think we got to do if we're being if we're being upfront and honest, we got to do what's best for the city and the citizens of St. George. And and I think right now, I signed up to be a part time mayor, knowing because I did it the second time. Right, this is my second term. Right. I knew it was crazy busy, and it's getting crazier busier. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to everyone to wait till there's a you know, a, a new term and an opportunity for the voters to either vote for someone else or to reelect me uh, to have that be a full time change. So if I were if I were kind of projecting, that's what I would see happening. But right. we'll see. It's not frankly, it's really not up to me. It's really up to the city council. And then it's going to be up to essentially the, the um, you know, the people, the voters uh, to decide who they want and who they want to be in two and a half years and i kind of agree with you i think this needs to be a job but would you would that be hard for you to yeah. to realize okay i've got to quit my day job yeah. and be the mayor you've got to make a choice that'd be you tough do. wouldn't it you do it is tough because honestly um I'll, I'll again just up front here uh the city will not be able to pay me as much as i make at my other job right just politically it doesn't mean they couldn't financially. They could, but politically, they can't pay me. So I'd be taking, um, you know, a, a large cut in pay uh, to do it. But that's a decision that you know we'll make. Yeah. Well, and, and frankly, at this point, um, you know, that's probably what I would do. But but again, too early to say, and not my not my decision. It, right. it actually takes at least three uh, votes of the city council to approve any budget, you know, amount or any budget change. And it needs to be unanimous, really. It ought to be unanimous. 
And we have, uh, by the way, city council elections coming up. We'll That's talk right. about that a little bit when we come back from break. We'll also talk, I want to talk a little bit more about the recycle uh, situation. Sure. We have some callers waiting, so if everybody will be patient. We're, we're going to step aside for a quick weather break and a couple of commercial spots. We'll be back with Mayor John Pike. It's Mayor Thursday here at Ash House of Go-Go on News Radio 94.9, 890 KDXU. We'll be right back. Live from the Hash House of Go-Go, here's Andy Griffin. Welcome back. It is Mayor Thursday here at Hash House of Go-Go. Again, thanks to Tyler Hunsaker, the general manager at Hash House, and you know, for, for letting us do this. You know, Everybody keeps saying, whose idea was this? Well, it was kind of a weird little uh, conglomeration of ideas came together. Tyler thought of it. My boss was saying we ought to do something special, and uh, I was like, you know what? I like to have I like to have the mayor on it consistently on the same day. Uh, we've had Mayor Nielsen, Mayor uh, Bramall, Mayor Berg, Mayor Hart, and Mayor Pike, uh, all from the, the different towns here in, in Washington County, and it all just kind of came together, and uh, I think it's turned into a great thing, Hash, Hash House hosting our Mayor Thursday every week, and I'm with Mayor John Pike today. Mayor, good to see you. Good to see you, too. Glad you're here. Uh, my, my mom and dad listen to the show religiously. Oh, your mom and dad are great. They they really like you. They, oh, they, they go on about that John Pike is a great guy. <laughs> he was. They were in studio at one time, maybe the first yeah. time or second time. Uh, yeah, it was one of the was first early. ones, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was great. Well, and you know, um, the ones you just, the mayors you just talked about, I uh, affectionately call them the Big Five. The Big Five. Uh, not that we're real big in Southern Utah, <laughs> but hey, it's it's for us, right? It's you know Washington and Ivans and Saint George and Santa Clara and Hurricane. Those are my Big Five. <laughs> big Five here and in I, Washington. I meet with those mayors a lot, uh, different meetings. They're great people. Great, great men. So I just got a text that we have three people on hold. So let's okay. let's go let's to go. the phone lines. Let's go. Uh, for the first caller, I believe, is Seth. Is that right, Seth? Uh, yes, and I always go to Big Five to buy my hiking boots. Just, just Not that Big man. Five, the other one. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Well, the Big Five's in the Big One, and that's St. George, right? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Uh, by the way, my vote is for a full-time, super powerful, uh, strong mayor that's going to uh, whip the uh, departments and everything into line. And so I think it's time St. George moved to uh, a status where it belongs amongst the rest of the state. And I think one way to do that is to have a strong mayor. Well, you know, uh, Seth, you're you're actually you're, you've hit on the big point, which is this: um, we are 300 miles away from the mothership, if you will, Salt right. Lake City, the capital of the state. And you know, you've heard this saying, I'm sure, uh, Seth and Matt. Um, you know, if you're if you don't have a seat at the table, uh, you know, then you might be on the menu. And <laughs> and so that's really the case in government is if. If, if we really want to be um, having a voice in, in state government, and even in some cases in the federal government, you got to occasionally, you got to be there. Yeah. And, and so I go to Washington, D.C., probably just a couple times a year, but I go to Salt Lake, especially during the legislative session. I'm there once a week. Hmm. Why am I there? Because it's fun or because the weather's great because that's the wrong time to go to Salt Lake. It's yeah, usually it's cold. Yeah. And, but I go there because we've got to. We've got to have a voice and let them know, hey, there is life beyond what we affectionately call the sea line. 
<laughs> you know, and seriously, you get out front and sometimes I think folks just, you know, the state government folks, unless they are from south of, say, Utah County, they don't always think about how things might affect us. So we have well, to speak well, on, up. Yeah, on top of that, uh, do you remember when Dixie succeeded from the state? <laughs> I don't know if I remember that, Seth. And why? Yeah, they, they actually sent the mayor and 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 uh, the team up, and and they stood before the legislature and say that they were seceding from the state. Um, it was a joke, and of course, it was a. Uh, a, um, a chamber of commerce, you know, uh, we're going to succeed because we're nice enough and we're in the the catbird seat in southern Utah with the perfect weather. Of course, the legislature is meeting in a blizzard at 40 below up there. There you go. So, and so there was a little tongue-in-cheek going on where Dixie, for the same reason that the money flows downhill and by the time it gets to St. George, it's evaporated. Yeah. That's well put. That's about right, yeah. Yeah, it okay. is. And, you know, I'll... Yeah, go ahead. So the the real question, I, yeah, I, I I think we need to have a strong mayor, and I think we need to be full-time, and I think we need to act more like uh, the size of city we are and, yep. and uh, the like. So I would vote for that, but, of course, I don't live in the city. Well, that's okay, Seth. I love to hear your opinions anyway, because you you have you're solid, and, uh, and I think you understand how things work. So thanks for thanks for Would always. Would you call uh, my wife and tell her that, please? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll give you her number. The real reason I yeah. called is to find out the status of five G in St. George, Utah, please. You know, the only thing I can really tell you again, just being totally upfront, I've, I've, uh, by a few other citizens, I've been sent some articles. I've been doing a little bit of reading, but honestly, it's not really even come before us yet. And what I've been told is this is going to take some time to sort of roll out. And and we, I, you know, I want to certainly learn more about it. And what the, you know, what the problems are with it. What benefits if there are benefits are to it i really don't know yet and what i'm told is this is going to take a while it's not uh, necessarily you know on the front burner at least not for our our city and our uh county and our region okay well yeah i think i I want to make sure that that the number one talk show in southern Utah has opportunities to investigate both sides and that we have lots of warnings so that we can present ourselves and talk about what 5G really is. Yep. I think more study is definitely necessary. Definitely. Absolutely. I know it is for me. And, uh, you know, I've been asking some questions, and frankly, I haven't heard a lot of answers yet. Uh, So, you know, I will do my research on it. So... All right, thank you, thank you for the call, Seth. We've got a caller on the line two now. You Good bet. to talk to you. All right, caller, you're on with Mayor Pike and with Andy Griffin on uh, Mayor Thursday. How are you? Hi, is that me? Yeah, that's you. All right, hey uh, Mayor, I actually would support you being full time mayor. Tell you what, I think you're doing a good job. Oh well, thank you. Appreciate it. It just uh, uh, it takes more time than it used to. <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. Hey, I got a couple. Just just a couple street issues. Um, okay. You know, I, uh, I've got, my, I've got my notepad out. All right. So Horseman's Park Drive, you know, where they're putting in the new landscaping there. Yeah. You know, just watching the people go up and down that road, the construction trucks and stuff, I 
I've seen construction trucks go up and down that road doing at least 50 miles an hour. I mean, they think it's a raceway. On Horseman and, Park? And Horseman Park Drive. It's that new section. Yep, gotcha. Between 3000 and Little Valley Road. Yep. You know, that's just dangerous. And and that road's not very wide, and it's walked by kids all over Little Valley to you yeah. know, going from Sunrise Intermediate up to, you know, wherever they're going, you know, up into the other side of Little Valley over there. Now, it's just just really bad. Um, and then another one, just a small one, but on Paris Drive in Munich, where that little intersection is, is over in Hidden Valley, go over and visit some friends over there. There's a couple of those uh, manhole covers that the concrete is pushed out of the ground about three or four inches. I mean, it breaks your tires to drive over there. <laughs> and you got so to have to said which, which, tell me, tell me which streets again. Paris and Munich. Okay. It's the inter- intersection of Paris Drive and Munich Drive in Hidden Got Valley. It. It's over by the Hidden Valley Park. Yep. I know right where you're talking about now. Okay, manhole, manhole, uh, uh, what do they call those? Collar. Those <laughs> are three collars, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I know what yeah. you're talking about. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll have those checked out. And, you know, as you know, sometimes they've uh, had some that it's just systematically they've got to go around and, and you do those. Sometimes they got to, it's one, yeah. needs, either one needs to go up or the other needs to go down. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, thank you for the call. Like the con- looks more like it's just the asphalt just dropping in the concrete state where it wants to be. You know? Right. That's <laughs> probably right. All right. Well, we will check in on that. Thank you very much. You bet. Uh-huh. Let's go. Let's go to line three now. Caller, you're on with Andy with Mayor Pike. How are you today? I am well. Good. Thanks for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, um, again, roads. I am looking at a spot of road on River Road south of Brigham where we have two lanes going south, and for about 100 feet we have only one lane coming north. That's right. I know the spot well. Have you noticed that adjacent to that spot there's no development on that side of the road? Um, I have. Why. I kind of thought the condo guy ran out of money. Yeah. The, well, and because our policy is typically, um, and this isn't always the case, but typically we're, we're trying to have development pay for at least a portion of every road. So, you know, typically, if you will, the city pays for the middle of the road. Right. And the developers on either side pay for the other third, the edges, if you will, yeah. the edges. And so because there hasn't been anything developed on that one side of the road, neither has the, the full width of the road. Now, I'm getting kind of um, tired of that myself. Mm-hmm. And so it may be something. And frankly, uh, we approved recently some a development to be done there. Excuse me. And I thought, uh, okay, good, we're getting close finally. But they, they haven't gone forward with it yet. So it may be one of those things that at some point, because um, we can do this, we can say, well, we'll front the cost, and then when the developer does do it, we can actually enter in an agreement with them that they'll reimburse us. Okay. When they, so we, we may be close to doing that because we just keep thinking, well, it's this year. It's going to happen this year. And that's I've been saying that for maybe three years now. So um, it's one that's on my mind, but I'll, uh, I'll write it down and mention it, see if that's something that we could take on because I'm with you. You've got two lanes each way. Um, 
quite a way for a hundred down feet. to yeah right it's a very small amount it's right before you get to uh, 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 Sunrock right it's uh, it's just right there uh, right right it's between Sunrock and Brigham and it's right where yep. everyone and their dog that's turning to go to the freeway at five o'clock lines up and traffic jams. And it's, it's like, you know, it's not a spaghetti bowl, but it's definitely a noodle. <laughs> Drunken noodle. Well, it's a good thing we have the light there now uh, after the last couple of years with all the growth in that area. But I will uh, I'll get on it and see if it's something that we could uh, figure out a way to pay for in this fiscal year and just do it. Because I'm with you. I'd like to see that, you know, uh, full width of that road. All right. Thank you for the call today. Appreciate okay, it. Thank you. Thanks. Let's go back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with uh, Andy and with Mayor Pike. How are you today? Great. How are you guys doing? Doing Good. great. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind? Hey, we're talking about full-time mayor. So that probably changes the power structure among the... Maybe, yeah, it, frankly, it, it doesn't have to change the if you will, the structure of the government, some of the bigger cities, and we're kind of one of the bigger ones now, by the way, we're eighth largest in the state. All right. And we're up. nipping on the heels of number seven and number six. Honestly, we're very close. Uh, I think Ogden for 90. Really? Know, we're yeah. close to Ogden. I remember when Ogden was number two in this state yeah, not that long right. ago. Now it's, uh, it's not West Valley's number two. And, mm -hmm. and I couldn't tell you an order, but you know, Provo's up there. West Jordan, West, Orm. Yep, that's yeah. right. So anyway, um, it doesn't necessarily have to change the structure, but what it just means is it would allow the mayor, who's really the CEO of the city, to, to make sure that he or she is where they need to be, and, that, and especially as it relates to, you know, uh, intergovernmental things, like when you've got to be in Salt Lake. I mean, we, we, um, we have frequent conversations with the governor's office and, of course, with the legislature about issues that are important to us, and... And that means sometimes you got to pick up and leave, uh, and go up to Salt Lake. And, and so anyway, you can't always do that and be at every meeting unless you've got that flexibility uh, of that is your full-time job. And then it would be an expectation. Yeah. Right now it's kind of like, hey, Mayor, can you do this? You get there when you yeah, can. Yeah, and, and I go, frankly, as often as I possibly can, and especially during a legislative session. I'm there always once a week, sometimes twice a week because sometimes I can't stay up there for, you know, multiple days. But wow. anyway, uh, in September, for example, I'll be up there for one whole week in September and it'll be on city business. So I just have to take vacation days during that. And that's, that's probably not going to work for just anyone in right. the future. We're running out of, of the time when that can work for the average person. Anyway, the point I was going to touch on, so that took off, was I think that would be a great time to start districting this city so we can get some more input from the local areas. You know, right now, city council guys can live all on the same block. And, you know, I'd like to can district areas yeah. so the west side of town gets it, you know, and the east side yeah. and... And that's an interesting thing. You know, uh, we looked at that a number of years ago. I was just here. Uh, so that was probably maybe 20, 22 years ago-ish. Uh, that was voted on by the voters, and they decided not to dis uh, the city council. 
And what that typically means is you end up with a seven-member council, and four of them are districted, and three of them are at large, meaning they can live anywhere. Um, I, I'm, you know, I have mixed opinions on that, and I certainly, if that's something that the voters want to consider, I would certainly be happy to have that be on the ballot. Uh, but it does have to be voted on by the citizens if you're going to change forms of government. And uh, and and the, the only you know wrinkle there is. You know, I, I like the fact that right now we have five city council members and a mayor that because they're at large, if you will, they can be anywhere. This is the pro side of it, okay? Every part of the city is important to all of us. It, it just has to be. We no, no one of us, even though I live in Bloomington, you know, I can't just be thinking about Bloomington. Uh, Michelle Randall lives in Bloomington Hills. Uh, but and she yes she's kind of an expert on Bloomington Hills but she can't just be worried and she isn't just worried about Bloomington Hills. Jimmy Hughes lives in Little Valley, um, and uh, but he's he's uh, he's lived here, he's born and raised here. He's constantly talking about issues in Central City because that's where he grew up. Hmm. So you know um, we have Betty Ariel who lives uh, up just off of Diagonal in the you know main part of town. Uh, Joe Bocut lives on the west, well, not the west central part of town. And then Ed Baca lives uh, up on Foremaster Ridge. So we actually have a pretty good uh, distribution of, of, you know, where people live that are elected officials. We used to have someone who lived in Green Valley on the council. Uh, she had uh, a few times ago, Gail Bunker. Um, what is not represented is kind of like over where we are behind them all. You know, we don't have anyone in that area. Um, but frankly, we got pretty good geographic coverage and that's just happened. And so I think what has happened to date, not that it will always work, but there are people that just kind of say, they find out where do these people live? Their friends and neighbors know. And, uh, so we've kind of self-districted you know, without making that mandatory. But like I say, caller, I'd, I'd be certainly supportive of having it on the ballot. Um, bigger cities tend to do that eventually. Uh, it just seems to be kind of uh, necessary at some point. Are we yeah. there yet? Don't know. Um, but um, the only wrinkle with it is when you go to that, do you end up with, with, with uh, council members that think about it in the district uh, how much do they care about the other districts? So the reverse sometimes happens. And I would like to think that that's not how people really function. But be honest, I'm afraid there would be some of that because they don't have to be elected. If they're, for example, a district in Bloomington, they don't have to be by the people in Bloomington Hills. You know, they only have to please Bloomington. So, you know, think about that when it relates to Congress. You know, in the House of Representatives, they are out to be reelected in their district. Right. So pros and cons to it. Good discussion to have. Right. Well, I'm just worried about the potholes in my neighborhood. So that's all that matters. Yeah, but, but I'm worried about that, too. I, I want to make sure the whole city is good. So we got to get a break in. Thank you for the call today. Good to talk to you. I uh, do want to thank Joe Shoney, local mortgage expert focusing on customer service. Uh, Joe Shoney, let's read a couple of reviews. By the way, he's averaging 4.9 out of 5 stars on his online reviews. Uh, this is Alan from Leverkin. said, Joe and his team were amazing to work with. They always returned my phone calls if they didn't uh, answer the uh, didn't answer the phone. And it was the easiest and smoothest loan process I've ever done. This is Suzette in Washington City. She says, 
Professional, quick, personal, and easy to work with. How do you get a hold of Joe Shoney? Well, it's actually quite easy. Joe.Shoney at nefinc.com. That's Joe.Shoney with a C S A H O N E Y at nefinc.com. Or you can call 435 586 0063. We'll be right back with Mayor Pike right after this timeout. Live from the Hash House of Go Go, here's Andy Griffin. Thank you. Good to be back here. We are at Hash House of Go-Go. It's a Thursday, Mayor Thursday, and uh, I'm Andy Griffin. I'm with uh, Mayor John Pike from St. George City. And the mayor, we've got people that have been patient and, and holding through the break, so let's go uh, back to the phone lines. Caller, you're on with Andy and with Mayor Pike. How are you today? Good, thank you. I'd like yeah, to ask the mayor. Mind? Hello? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I'd like to ask the mayor, what's the status of the water park? Did that project just die, or is it still ongoing? <laughs> That's yeah. a running one right there. Yeah, yeah. no, no pun intended. Yeah, there you go. Running, no running water. But right. Yeah, it's it hasn't died. Um, you might have noticed recently, you know, really a precursor to them really starting their development of the park is they had to, on their property, build a new connecting road that would Middleton Drive down to Red Hills Parkway. That road is now, it appears to be complete. I don't know if it's been signed off on yet by the city, but it probably is close to it. And it goes right down the front, I would say, the south side of the trailer park. And so they had to do that because what their proposal is, is they want to buy from us or exchange from us a section of Middleton Drive so that that part is part of their parking lot and not a road anymore. So that's why you can't cut off, you know, people. you got to have a new uh, alternative road, and that's why they've had to build that road. And furthermore, so, uh, go ahead. Well, let me interrupt you first. So this is yeah. going to be where, like 1700 East, which is the road I now live on, or is it going to be before that or after that? Do you, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Where, where you're talking about you exactly? Know, do you know where the where that trailer park is? That's right next to where the the water park's going to be. It's just south. Oh, so 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 further north than over, uh, closer toward Middleton. It's, or toward uh, Green Springs Drive. Yeah. The, the the trailer park, it's not, I'm trying to remember, I think it's the last trailer park. I'm trying to remember there's another one. Um, it's, any anyway, there's a little wash there. And this road is right next to the wash. And then there's the trailer park. And then there's the triangular portion that will be the water park. It's come. The bottom line is it is still coming. And we've run out of time, Mayor. Yeah, I heard the music. Uh, Park is still coming, though. That's the bottom line. Mayor John Pike, thank you for calling today. Uh, Everybody, thanks for joining on Mayor Thursday.